0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel where we provide you with the latest information in healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams.
2: You're listening to Making Life Brighter. This is your host, Winifred Adams. And today we have a very special guest. I'm so delighted to introduce you to Dr. Jamie Turndorf. And you know her as Dr. Love. And she's here with us today introducing her new book, Love Never Dies, which just sold out, and how to reconnect and make peace with the deceased. So she was... On a recent radio show, as well, uh, coast to coast, and right after that show, her her book sold out on Amazon. So that's how fabulous this is. And wait till you hear her story today. She's so wonderful and delightful, and we're so pleased to have her here. Welcome, Dr. Turndorf. Thank you so much for coming today.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to be
2: with you. This is such a treat to have you here today, and. We are just, we, we as in me in the audience, we, are so excited because you're not only known for your talk show worldwide, but you're known for the other books that you've written and the Hay House uh, publishers picked you up this year, putting you out there far and wide and we love Hay House here. We interview many Hay House authors this year and they are publishing Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, Dr. Love's 10 Simple Steps to Cooling Conflict and Rekindling Your Relationship as well. That's already
0: published actually it's not that they are publishing it it was published first actually before the book we're talking about today which is Love Never Dies
2: absolutely absolutely so both of those books are are known to Hay House and we have a special treat in store for you all listening today because Dr. Turndorf is going to tell us how to reconnect and make peace with deceased ones if you are experiencing a loss or someone who's Passed away. Uh, you just have to hear the story; it's amazing. So, tell us a little bit first of all how it is you came into doing this kind of work, and you're you know you're a, a licensed doctor, so uh, psychology, correct?
0: Yeah, and it's tell true. us you have well, a
2: magical love story, though. So how I did know, you and it's past? really the
0: love story that brought me into the work. So I guess I just would begin by saying to you that. From the time I was a young girl, I had a premonition of the man that I was going to marry. I actually saw him fleshed out. I saw his face. I saw everything about him. So I said to myself, I'm just going to wait until he appears. And he did appear. On the first day of my freshman year at Vassar College, I'd been shut out of all intro sociology, and I asked the secretary, what can I do? And she said, go talk to the department chair, Jean Pin, and see if he can find a seat for you in one of the closed classes. Well, the minute I stepped into Jean's office, I had the first and only out-of-body experience of my life. I felt my soul shooting at high speed through a tunnel to the end of my life. And then when I shot back into my body, I received the message, remember every aspect of this meeting, he is going to be everything to you one day. Now, after, after that, I forgot what happened. I just blocked it out. But I soon learned that for most of his life, Jean had been one of the most famous Jesuit priests in history. He had taught at the Vatican. He founded a movement called Liberation Theology designed to fight church oppression from within. And he actually launched to international fame when he publicly opposed the Pope and the Catholic Church as they were trying to block the legalization of divorce in Italy. And he was a radical, feminist Jesuit priest. He didn't want to see Women trapped in marriages where they were being abused. So he fought on the grounds of liberation theology or religious freedom separation of church and state the church should butt out of the private sector he won he changed the course of italian history and got the divorce bill passed and then soon after the pope granted him the dispensation of his vows so he wasn't excommunicated and then he left the jesuit order and the priesthood and he was recruited by vassar and he had been at vassar as the chair of sociology department for 10 years until that day that i met him now in my senior year I needed help with the statistical portion of my thesis, and I had heard that Jean had also been a statistician, having founded the Vatican's first and only social research center. Now, so I asked him if he could help me with my statistics, and even though he wasn't my advisor, he cheerfully gave me his time, and within days... We knew. Despite our different cultures and backgrounds and religions, we were perfectly compatible. We were twins separated at birth. We were just soulmates. Now, I have to say, because this is so remarkable, I was raised by two devout Jewish atheists. The only religion my parents practiced was religiously hating each other. They they taught me not to believe in God or the afterlife, and I never read the Bible, I never went to synagogue or church, and Jean and I never discussed religion, at least not when he lived in in his body, and we were together for 27 years inseparable. And now, in the last year of his life, Jean and I both began having premonitions that he was going to die of an accident. We just didn't know when or where it was going to happen. So we depart for our trip to Italy, and it had been raining for days, and finally the sky clears and we go to the beach, and as he's sitting on the beach talking to me, he has his hand up over his head as if to block the rays of the sun. Well, the next thing I know, a bee swoops down and stings his hand at the exact location of Christ's stigmata and I watched my beloved suffocate to death in front of my eyes. Now, I was now so... that was from a reaction to the bee sting, right? He, he suffocated from the bee sting. He had a reaction. Now, so he was ripped from me in this most traumatizing way, and I go back to the hotel room, and I am hysterical. I'm shaking, I'm crying, I'm trembling. And the next thing I know... I feel his hand stroke the entire length of my spine. I sit bolt upright. I look over my shoulder. I don't see anybody, but he was there with me in spirit form. And he has been with me ever since. And his astonishing and ongoing manifestations, to this day, often in front of witnesses, have proven to me we don't die. And our relationships, Mm -hmm. therefore, are not meant to end in death. And so I've created a groundbreaking new what I call trans-dimensional grief therapy method that completely diverges from the Western approach, which is grieve, let go, and move on, which only leaves the bereaved at a greater loss. Instead, my method shows you how to say hello, not goodbye, without the assistance of a medium, a channeler, or a psychic. And then there's one more thing. As a shrink, I know millions of people harbor unfinished business with the dead. And again, Western grief therapy offers us no way of making peace with the deceased. So my new Dialoguing with the Departed technique offers the first vehicle in history for enabling the bereaved to reconnect and make peace with the deceased.
2: We're going to get into exactly what some of those things are a little bit later in the show, so stay tuned so you can learn how to use these techniques and get an overview of what she's talking about because this is a very powerful book. When I read this book, I just cried and cried and cried, and I'm not usually that way. This was really a touching story, and what what moved me so much, Jamie, was that Your abuse that you received and and went through as a child, and I consider it abuse. I mean, I work with people all the time. That that was truly abusive. And you, you know, it's amazing how struggle and strife puts us forth into the world later, hoping not to repeat that pattern and do something better in place of it, which is exactly what you're doing. And that really shaped you and and it caused a lot of conflict in your life. Tell us a little bit about the conflict you went through and how he helped you now in spirit even work through some of those things and
0: heal. Oh, that's wonderful. So, you see, the thing is, I'm like a lot of shrinks. You know, most shrinks come from dysfunctional families and I'm no exception. I was born three months early and I spent the first three months in a preemie nursery. I was only two pounds and my first three months was in this horrendous state of abandonment. And a psychic I know said to me, you made the decision then to connect souls. You called this, you know, your ministry from the time you were an infant in the crib because you did not want to see other people suffering the terrible pain of disconnection that you felt lying there alone in the hospital. Well, when I came home, the disconnection did not end. My mother and father both beat me verbally and beat me physically, and it was horrendous. Now, The behavior got a little bit better when I was with Jean because, in a way, he was a bodyguard, and he kind of kept them in check because they didn't want to be showing their true colors in front of him. But here was the issue. In spite of all of Jean's love for me, and it was unearthly, I still lived with this voice in my head that put me down, tore down my self-confidence and my self-esteem. It was just like a snake biting me all the time. So after Jean left his body, of course, I tried to see my mother and my father. They were divorced by this point. My father remarried. And I was... Suddenly being subjected again to all the horrible abuse and the verbal bashings and the put downs that were going on my whole childhood. And so I had to step away from my dad. And then a year later, uh, you know, I was tolerating my mother. And then I had to step away from her as well. So here I had stepped away from both parents. I'm a very, you know, I don't have family in the earth plane. And in spite of stepping away, I'm still struggling with these voices tearing me down. So one day, I go to a drawer, and I find an angry note from Jean, and in it, he's speaking about his frustration, that in spite of how much he loves me, it seems like it's just tiny drops of water that only temporarily quench my thirst, but that doesn't penetrate the fibers of my soul. So... He leaves his body, and I go to my professional group in the city, and I say I am still struggling with my parents' voices. So everybody in the group, top analysts, you know, peers of mine, they say to me, well, just let our voices yell louder and yell your parents into submission. Well, that never worked. That's the traditional therapy party line, and it never worked for me, never worked for my patients. So I come home from my professional group, and I am so desperate. I want to resolve this, and I'm you know, i begging Jean- Jean, please help me, help me resolve this so that I'm not so tormented, so that I can love myself as I must love myself, as I deserve to. And all of a sudden, Jean appears to me in a, in a visitation, and he is the embodiment of love. He is surrounded in golden light, and he takes my face toward in his hands, and he turns me toward him and the light, and he says to me, Listen, listen, listen to me, Jamie. Let my love for you enter you fully. And the most amazing and miraculous healing occurred for me in this moment. I realized that his unearthly love for me was not able to fully penetrate me when he lived in a physical body because he... Was trapped by the vessel of his physical body. But now in spirit form, the energy of his soul, his love for me, was free to enter me unimpeded. And so it did. And in that instant, his love for me became my own self-love. And I was healed.
2: That is so amazing. What a beautiful, beautiful testimony to love. That story caps it off right there. And, you know, we'll be back in just a minute after these messages. But if you'd like to go and find out more about this book, go to AskDrLove.com. And you can find this book on Amazon.com. It's called Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased by Dr. Jamie Turndorf, otherwise known popularly as Dr. Love. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. You can find us on MLB Radio and also on Facebook. You can like us on Making Life Brighter there. If you have a question and want to email us, email at radio at com. This is such a remarkable story. And we'll be right back with more Dr. Love and this amazing journey that she's been on. Wait to hear exactly what Jean Jean's said to her along the way. And we'll be right back.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Making life brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God witness incredible healings visit the sacred waterfall and experience the heart-opening wonders of the casa de dominacio in brazil for more information visit makinglifebrighter.com tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with john of god special offer will you mention you heard it on the health and wellness channel see the website for details www.makinglifebrighter.com
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health & Wellness channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams.
2: And we're back. This is Making Life Brighter Radio, and you're listening to Winifred Adams and Dr. Love today. We have a beautiful guest, a beautiful soul, and an inspiring speaker, and she has her own radio show too. Dr. Love, what, what is your radio show? Where do you have your show?
0: Well, you can find everything about you know my work at AskDoctorLove dot com. I have a show that I do on Hay House Radio, which is called Love Never Dies, every Tuesday at noon Eastern. And I also have the Ask Doctor Love Radio Show, which airs on Thursdays. And you can find all the details about my shows right at AskDoctorLove dot com.
2: Yeah, so everybody needs to go to AskDoctorLove dot com and also go to Amazon and get a copy of this book, even if you haven't had someone that's passed recently, or you just aren't dealing with these types of emotions, this is a particularly profound book to read. And I can say that because I don't have any of that going on right now. But wow, this is a great, great, inspiring story. So tell us, Dr. Love, how has Jean and how did he, after he passed, begin to speak to you? And and What did he do for you, and and how did he move you from being almost an atheist to love?
0: Completely an atheist. So I I will love to tell you the story, because, you know, Love Never Dies is, you know, quite a few people say, just read the book, because it's one of the greatest love stories, you know, and it shows that love never dies, our relationships don't die, but Uh, the first part, I tell my ongoing experience, how I began to discover that Jean was here. So I pick up from the night where he stroked my spine. And the next thing that happened to me was, you know, I come back from Italy and I spend the first night alone in our bed. And I, of course, don't sleep a wink. And the next morning, I go down to the kitchen and I hear Jean say to me, Jamie, open the kitchen door to outside. I want to show you something. So I open the door and what do I see? There's a chipmunk sitting on the step. Now the chipmunk is frozen as if in a trance. He doesn't run away. He's just not moving. His eyes look glazed over. He's frozen. And the next thing I see, he begins to mimic my husband's bodily departure. He's ripping at his little face with his little hand, and he's mimicking the way my husband was suffocating to death. And, of course, tears are raining down my face as I'm watching this scene. And after 20 minutes of this, I see the little creature visibly cough up a wonk of mucus, And he's in peace. And I knew my husband was speaking to me through this little animal. I've since come to coin the expression open vessels to describe animals and humans who are naturally open to being a conduit for spirit to communicate with us. So he was showing me through this open vessel, I'm okay. Now, the next day, or maybe it was the next week, I had to fax his death certificate to Verizon to take him off the account. Now, I had faxed many, many multi-page faxes throughout the day, no problem. But when I went to fax his death certificate, the cover letter went through without a hitch, but the death certificate just hung up and wouldn't fax I try with the OBIT. Again, the cover litter faxes without a hitch, but the OBIT won't fax. I try 20 times. I give up. <laughs> the next day, I take all the documents to the lawyer's office. I don't say why. I just hand them to the secretary, and I say, would you mind faxing these for me? And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. After about 20 <laughs> minutes, she comes back. All the secretaries come out of the back room, and they're crying. They said, we tried 20 times, Jamie, and each time the cover letter faxes without a hitch, but the death certificate and the obit will not fax. He is trying to tell you he's not gone. Oh. So I go home. <laughs> and I know. He, a little imp that he is, always was, always is. So I come home. And I, again, have to make the facts of his death certificate, and again, it hangs up. So I stop, and I say out loud to him, Jean, I think you keep hanging up this death certificate because I keep forgetting that you're still here with me. If I promise to try to remember, will you let this fax go through in its entirety? I feel a tidal wave of love pour into me in this moment, and I know it was his way of saying, I heard you. Okay. So I reissue the facts and it goes through in its entirety. Okay, so now I'm starting to get the idea of something pretty wild is happening in my life because strangers are now walking up to me. They don't know me, don't know Jean, don't know I'm widowed, and they just say, your husband says, tell our story, and then they walk on. Unbelievable. Now, another day around this time, I'm driving, and for the first time in my life, I feel the need to pray to him on behalf of someone else. I never prayed in my life. So I pray to Jean, please help my friend Emily find love. Now, Emily has never known Jean. Jean never knew Emily, never even saw a picture of her. She never saw a picture of him. So I say, please help my friend Emily find love. Again, I feel that tidal wave of love pour into me, and I know that's Jean's acknowledgement. I look at the clock, and it says it's 4.58. Now, that night, the phone rings. It's Emily. She says, Jamie, I have to tell you what happened to me today. I said, what happened, Emily? She says, at 4.58 exactly, I fell into a trance. Your husband appeared to me. She described him to me to a T. It was Jean. She said, he told me to find love, follow the gray stones to the church, in your neighborhood. Now, by having her repeat the words of my prayer, he was proving to me he heard my prayer to him. And he was also blessing Emily by sending her to the church. Now, mm-hmm. the next week, I go to my professional group, and Emily is a member of the group, and she tells the story. At which point, another member of the group, Mitch Wood, who was a former seminarian, says to her, What was the name of the church in your neighborhood that he sent you to? And she says, the Claremont Church. And Mitch says, oh my gosh, the Claremont Church is New York's only liberation theology seminary. Remember, Jean founded liberation theology movement. <laughs> so he put his stamp on that manifestation all over the place. So now, here's the last example I'll give you. That I mean, there's so many in part one of Love Never Dies. But here's the last one I'll give you. So... One day, I was crying in my closet, and I was so upset, and I thought, I have to call my friend, Anne. I tell the story in Love Never Dies and why I was crying, but the point is, I kept thinking, I have to call her. No, don't bother her. It's the middle of her workday, and I'm hemming and hawing in my mind, and after about a half hour of this, my phone rings. I pull myself out of the closet. I run to get the phone. I pick it up. It's Anne. She says, Jamie, did you call me? I said, No, Anne. but I was thinking of calling you. She said, but Jamie, my phone rang and your name and number appeared on the caller ID. So, of course, (laughs) this blew our mind. Sean knew I needed to talk to her, and he called her for me. He manipulated the electronics, and he did this. Now, a year later... I have a very bad cough. I cannot breathe. And I think I'm going to suffocate to death the way he did. So I say to him, Jean, if you're here with me now, please give me a sign. Please do that caller ID trick with my housekeeper, Donna. Two seconds later, my phone rings. It's Donna. She says, Jamie, did you call? I said, no, Donna. I tell her the story. She says, but my phone rang and your name and number (laughs) appeared on my caller ID. All right. So now I go to my writer's group headed up by Gabe Davis, another devout Jewish atheist. And I had been telling him all these stories and manifestations, and I had been telling him about these phone manifestations. So Gabe said, you know, I sure would like to see this phone trick repeated, and I'd like to see this time whether your phone shows a record of having been manipulated to dial out even though you haven't used the phone. So I forget about his challenge. A month later, I go to my writer's group again, And I'm driving behind Gabe and his wife, Robin, to meet them for dinner. All of a sudden, I feel that tidal wave of love again. I look at the clock. It's 4.58. I get to the restaurant. I step out of the car, and Gabe runs up to me. He says, Jamie, you will not believe what happened. What happened, Gabe? He says, at 4.58, my cell phone rang. He said, I looked at the phone, and on the caller ID, your name and number appeared. I answered the call, he said, and a man's voice said, is Jamie there? Is Jamie there? He said that the voice had an accent, and it extended the syllable, there. Well, Jean was French, and he did extend that word, there. That's how it sounded. He said it wasn't a real call. The voice just faded away. The phone never clicked off. He says, go get your phone and see if it dialed me at 458. So I dig into the bottom of my purse. I hadn't used the phone all day. Sure enough, Jean had manipulated the electronic device to call Gabe at 458. So the point of all these over-the-top manifestations Uh, is this Jean asked me to tell our story so these manifestations are for you and for everybody listening because as he told me right after he left his body Jamie let our love shine like a torch that lights the path for others so our story is meant to let you know that your loved ones are here with you too they're just waiting for you to open the door of your heart to them That is so beautiful,
2: really. Now, you can't be an atheist now. You just can't.
0: Oh, my heavens, no. I was going to say, oh, my God, no. (laughs) But I wouldn't even take the Lord's name in vain, actually.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what's amazing to me, and we just have one minute here before break. I grew up seeing, feeling spirits, and so I wondered why everyone else couldn't. Like, didn't they see what I saw? Of course that's the way it is. So it must have been really amazing for you to go through this having grown up not thinking that way. Now you do. So what's that feel like?
0: Well, the thing is, Jean told me right before he left his body, Jamie, you're the most spiritual human being I've ever known, more than any monk or priest I've ever known. Now, I didn't know what he meant. I just knew that I could energetically communicate. With uh, any kind of animal, domestic or wild. I could do distance healings on people. I could lay hands on people. So I've come to understand that I was always energetically communicating. And in fact, that's why he said I was so spiritual, because when you communicate with loved ones in spirit, it's nothing more than sending and receiving energetic signals. And in part two of Love Never Dies, I talk about my training ground, you know, and my experiments that I did with Jean. On energetic communication. This was just the preparation for our continued energetic communication when he left his body.
2: Absolutely. Well, on that note, we're going to hear more about that in the next segment. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. This is going to get more exciting. If it couldn't, I don't don't know. This is amazing to me. I just love your story. I love it. And (laughs) it's such a sweet story, particularly because you didn't believe and you have to believe. How could you not believe? I know.
0: You know, being know. a shrink and a woman of science and a former atheist, what better spokesperson <laughs> than I, right?
2: And all those people that are naysayers out there, I stand right behind you. Look at we aren't crazy, we're not daft, we're not nutty. Uh, we just have a sensitivity that they're, they haven't found yet. So, okay, with that, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We've got more with Dr. Love. If you'd like to get this book, go on to Amazon.com or you go, go to AskDrLove.com. Making Life Brighter right here on the Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be right back.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit makinglifebrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer will you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health & Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com making life brighter the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment now back to the show with your host miss winifred adams
2: we're back. This is Winifred Adams and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio where we're hopefully making your life brighter and then you turn around and you make someone else's life brighter by being inspired, being happier, being educated, being uplifted by all these fabulous people that we have here. And today we're speaking with Dr. Love, Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and she has her own radio show you can tune into. She's on Hay House Radio. She's a fabulous author of the book Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. And you know, some of you know that I do music, and I've done music. For those of you that don't, that might be new to you, and you can go on to winifred.net to learn more about that. But I wrote a song years ago, and this song is actually played all across the world. And this song is called You Are My Rose. And it's <laughs> the irony to this is that it was actually written in a split second. And the visual that came to me was at the time that Celine Dion's husband was dying, and she went into listen to his heart she put her head on his heart in the hospital and began to listen to it and there came the lyrics and so this song is literally played in every country around the world people have used it for everything from weddings and and beyond and when I was reading this book and crying my eyes out because it was so fabulous <laughs> all of a sudden I got the inspiration that I needed to share this song with her And then we needed to play it today. So we're going to play it right now, and I want you to listen to the interesting lyrics of this song. It is a love song, and it speaks to exactly what she's talking about, so that's the inspiration. Here's You Are My Rose, and we'll be right back with more Jamie Turndorf when we come back after this song. So don't go anywhere. You Are My Rose. I
5: love listening to your heart.
2: That was You Are My Rose, and like I said, that song is played all around the world. If you like that song, you can go to iTunes under Winifred Adams and download it. Now, Dr. Love, tell us, you, you've you gone into all the different aspects of this miraculous story, but how is it that people that are suffering really can come out of grief, and how can they communicate like your book says and make peace with Someone who's deceased, particularly if they can't feel or if they're not sensitive or they don't believe, what what can they do?
0: Winifred? Winifred? Yes. I was going to warn you that Jean presents his presence during my interviews by cutting out the phone. Very often he does that to let me and to let the host know that he's here with us. Mm -hmm. And he just did it because I was speaking to you for quite a while and you didn't hear me, right?
2: No, actually, I didn't hear anything. I have chills going from me from
0: head to toe. (laughs) Because I have to tell, I I am so overwhelmed by what just has happened. I was gasping because the song, You Are My Rose, that he led you to play for me, I I was gasping. And then I kept saying, Winifred, Winifred, I have to tell you why he told you to play this song. Every week of my life with him, he gave me roses. Oh, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) So, Winifred, wait, I I can't even speak. I am so overwhelmed by what's happened. So after I did the Coast to Coast show, a man wrote to me named J.C. Gold. He is the cosmic artist. He channels spirits. And he said that after hearing me, Jean was blasting into him with messages for me. So now it's the week of Valentine's Day, and he tells me, That he is sitting with his hands in his lap when Jean says, send Jamie the photo of the peach rose. Now, nobody knows this but me. Jean gave me peach colored roses every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the man says his hands were in his lap. Jean says, send her a photo of the peach rose. And without him touching his computer, Jean opens a directory of photos. His wife is a professional photographer. He opens the directory, and then he further opens this photo of a peach rose, which is his wife's avatar. And then he opens the caption of the photo, which is called... Peaches and Cream. Now, the uh, night before, this man had written to me, and he said, Jean wants you to know your time is now. And I had written back to J.C. saying, Jean always told me the cream rises to the top. So the photo of the peach rose that's called Peaches and Cream. And Cream, right, right. My Lord. And so then <laughs> when you ha- got the message from Jean as you were reading the book to play this song for me,
5: Oh, now, do.
0: this shows how absolutely connected you are to spirit. And Jean knew that we were going to be doing this interview.
2: Mm-hmm. I have chills so from head to toe you. right now. It's it's amazing. It's really, and that song is is apropos to what this story is. It's it's appropriate about the message that you're the two of you are sending to the ah. world, and that he's participating and guiding you with. And so now. That is just, wow, I'm, I'm dancing on air. <laughs> so tell our, tell our listeners now how they can um, utilize these tools if they're suffering or if they're um, going through something. And we have about four minutes till break. So tell us how we can utilize some of these particular, you know, okay. the things you've laid out. Oh,
0: so here's the thing. Millions of people worldwide harbor unfinished business with someone in spirit. Now, traditional grief therapy will tell us that you're SOL. There's nothing you can do about it. If you haven't worked it out before that person has left his body or her body, you're out of luck. But in fact, it is quite the opposite. Because as I have discovered, and I explain how I know this in Love Never Dies, very often you have to wait until somebody leaves his or her body in order to work it out. Because in spirit form, they see where they messed up with us. Right. And so they are much more able to work it out with us. Now, I realized this when the week after Jean left his body and I took the car in for repair, and he did the car thing, they didn't know me, and I introduced myself to Debbie at the desk, and I say, Jean left his body, and she says, I'm a widow too. In two seconds, her husband came through and said would you please tell her to stop making the same mistake with our son that I did when I lived in a body because now she's creating the same power struggle. So I said, oh, my goodness, that was what was so powerful to me. He needed to be in spirit form to realize how he messed up. Now, And the wife confirmed this was true. Now, the second thing is that... They also need us to help them evolve spiritually. And when they have unfinished business with us and we with them, they desperately need our help. So Love Never Dies takes spirit communication to an entirely new place. So I show you how you can dialogue back and forth with the departed to reconnect, to obtain guidance, and also most especially to heal any unfinished business and make peace. So do we have time for me to tell a good example of how the dialoguing works, or do we need to wait until we come back?
2: We have two minutes. Can you do it in two minutes? Otherwise, I I have a quick story.
0: um, You know, one thing I can say is this. This is really, really short. That spirits dialogue with us in various ways, right, through our dreams, through mind-melding. They drop signs on us, you know, like um, the signs here you know it was it's the anniversary week of Jean's bodily departure he always drops me coins that were minted on the year he left his body right that's mm-hmm. a sign but there is a way that we can actually communicate using signs back and forth to facilitate a back-and-forth communication. So here's an example of a static sign versus using signs in a back-and-forth. The anniversary week this year of Jean's bodily departure, I went to my chiropractor, and um, uh, Teresa, was at the desk. Nobody else was there. And I said, I'm speaking about love never dies this week. At that moment, I smelled gardenias, but I didn't say a word. And she said to me at the same moment, Jamie, do you smell gardenias? So I said, Teresa, that's the scent of sanctity. Jean is giving us a sign that he's here. Now, the next day, I saw a patient who needed to reconnect and talk to her sister in spirit. So I told her the story about the scent of gardenias. Now, at that moment, Jean spoke to me, and I heard him say, but I wish I could give you a bouquet of roses. Now, he was dialoguing with me by inducing the thought in my mind, but then... The patient abruptly sat up and she said, Jamie, do you smell roses? So in this (laughs) elegant manifestation, he put that thought in her mind too, using her to facilitate a back and forth dialogue between him and me. So that he was saying, Jamie, I heard you, you heard me correctly. I told you I wanted to give you roses and I made her smell them. And he also bolstered her confidence in her ability to hear spirits. So we were dialoguing back and forth using her as an open vessel. And with that,
2: we'll be right back with more Dr. Love. So stay tuned. Are you all buzzing? I'm buzzing. This is amazing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Making life brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
2: And we're back! Wow, that was just so overwhelming. I could feel his presence. My head was chilled all the way to my toes. It was amazing, and you oh, know, yeah. gosh, that you must be buzzing too,
0: yeah? Yeah, I was. And he he knocked the phone line out for me. He does that a lot. So here I was saying, Winifred, Winifred, I have to tell you, and you couldn't <laughs> hear me because he knocked the line out.
2: It's incredible. Seriously, it's amazing. So anyway, I he want to tell on you a all quick the interviews, story. Because
0: this is the whole way of proving yeah. this is true. I have, you know, you're a witness. You're experiencing it.
2: Well, he yeah. was, I believe. And here's, here's a reason why. I had a girl come in about it two years ago for healing work and medical intuitive healing work and emotional healing, blah, blah. She sat down and she she came actually for a different reason. It was more physical, although she said it was somewhat emotional. And usually they start with one thing and it ends up being another. But as she sat down, a voice said to me very clearly, rub her feet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And they're like, no, rub her feet. And so I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> People are going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, uh, we need to start the session. Could you take your shoes off? I need to rub your feet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to
5: go with the <laughs> So
2: I did, and we went through this whole thing. And anyway, her her deceased father came through, and a whole bunch of healing happened in that session that blew her away. And he came in handing her a gift. He handed her a note. He handed her some things she needed to hear and see and say and, you know, all those things. So transformational healing was happening during that session. When she left, she called me later and she said, do you know what? I was so overwhelmed by all that. I only now just realized I felt so good when you rubbed my feet because it's exactly the way that my dad used to do when I was yeah, a little girl. You
0: were an open vessel.
2: So there you go. There's your example of how You were the real. open
0: vessel to be used in the service of love. Absolutely. Yes, so so you, you were talking with me before about how we dialogue. So what happens is in part three of Love Never Dies, now remember part part three is showing you how to create your own state of receptivity. So we're all born with the ability to send and receive energe, energetic signals, and I just show you how to do it, you know, to turn your receiver to the spirit channel. And I have all these fun exercises for turning you, turning your receiver up. You're more receptive. Then there's a chapter on how to recognize the signs of spirit presence because for most people they don't even recognize the signs and that's sufficient to begin the process of reconnecting. And then I take you to the place where the CEO of Hay House said, we've never seen anything like what you're doing here, where you actually enable people to dialogue back and forth. So as I said, We can dialogue through mind-melding, through dreams, through open vessels, you know, human and animal, and also through earthly props, right? Earthly props often being electronic devices, as the example I gave in the previous segment, where Jean spoke to me through the computer, J.C. Gold's computer, you know, that was an earthly prop. So. Now, if we had to to resolve unfinished business, now we can use the dialoguing. Again, we can just do, we can dialogue to get guidance, to get support, or to heal unfinished business. So I have a really, really good example of the dialoguing. There are many of my patients' examples too in the appendix of Love Never Dies, but this is a really good example of how we can dialogue to heal. It was Good Friday. And John sent me to the bird lady. Her name was Laurie, and she tried to help us save our little bird. And we were not successful in saving our bird, so he sends me to her on Good Friday. I don't know why. I go. I walk in the door, and she says to me, You see this little Gouldian finch here? This bird will be dead by nightfall because it hasn't eaten in two days, and when they're this small, if they don't eat, they just don't make it. So I say to her, may I please, please try to help the bird? She says, okay, if you want. So I go over the cage, and I press my cheeks against the bar. Now, normally a bird would freak out, but this bird did not. And I began to speak aloud to the bird. Even though I'm energetically communicating, I'm speaking aloud so she can hear what I say. I say to the bird, I want you to go down to your seed bowl right now and I want you to start to eat. The bird obeys me, immediately goes down, starts scarfing up seeds like a little mini vacuum. Now, the more the bird starts scarfing up seeds, the stronger the bird is getting. Now, the bird's jumping and chirping. Well, now i become aware that there are two spirit presences in the room. Now, I don't know Lainey. I don't know her story. But it's clear to me the first presence is her mother. And the mother is apologizing profusely, saying, I am so sorry I was such a weakling. I didn't protect you from him. (laughs) So I say this to Lainey, and she says, my mother always called herself a weakling. So... And she says, and she didn't protect me. Now, I don't know who the him is. I look over at the bird, and the bird is starting to look sick again, craning its neck upward, not eating. And I realize this other presence is what was making the bird ill. So I say to the bird, listen, don't worry about this. Just go back to eating. I'm going to help Lori with, with this other presence. Now, the presence says to me, you don't need to be afraid of me anymore. Because I cannot hurt you, and I cannot sexually molest you anymore, and I am begging you to talk to me and confront me about what I did, because I can't evolve spiritually unless you do, and I can't rest until I know that I've helped you heal from this. So it was her father... He had violated her sexually, and she confirmed that she was still frightened of him. So we dialogued back and forth. And the beauty of the dialoguing was it not only helped him, it helped her remove herself from this frozen state of fear being, you know, stuck in childhood. So... The point is, Love Never Dies shows you how to just reconnect, resume your relationship, and dialogue to whatever end you need. And the neatest part of all is obviously... Love never dies, and reconnecting with our loved ones in spirit helps us achieve our purpose on earth because we all know we're here to perfect our ability to love ourselves and others. Life is our love laugh, but we can't love others if we don't love ourselves. And as I told in segment one, I am living proof of the challenge, how do you love yourself when you were raised in in a dysfunctional, abusive family? And it was Jean's absolutely miraculous loving joyful presence that um, brought me my own self-healing so that then I could be filled to overflowing with his love that became my self-love and this is what happens for everybody when you reconnect with your loved ones in spirit it's your fast track to self-love and then you let them fill you with all the unearthly love that they hold for you, healing every corner and filling every corner of your soul. Now you're filled to overflowing with a love that you can share with the world. And, it, and that's it's a what love spin never on, is
5: about. on
2: deceased, deceased, any anything. You know, the whole idea of someone dying is no longer a it's negative. Not too- it's it, it's a continuation of the dialogue and so with that i'd like to thank you so much for coming today this has been just such a treat and if people would like to you know find out more about all that you do go to askdrlove.com go on to amazon and grab this book you have to read this book you have to just check it out even if it isn't something that you're dealing with right now all these things in here are going to be pertinent sometime, one day, we all have
0: somebody. As that Freud passes. said, to love is to lose. Inevitably, we all lose people in bodily form. And by the way, when you come to AskDrLove.com and sign up for my free newsletter, you will receive the preface and in the intro of Love Never Dies. So everybody is doing that to get started as they're waiting for the book to arrive in the mail. Awesome.
2: You can't beat that, everybody. So go out and grab Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with Your Deceased. Thank you so much, Dr. Love. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so
0: wonderful
2: being here thank you for my rose <laughs> you are so welcome truly and next week uh, actually you know today is the 13th and people say it's a negative number I never thought so it's actually a very highly evolved spiritual number and isn't it interesting it's today so next week we're going to have uh, yours truly doing a whole segment on the healing that gemstones can provide for us and all the different things that go with that so stay tuned for that And if you'd like more information, you can listen to the archive of the show all over again at makinglifebrighter.com and the radio tab. So it's on the player there. You can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes. And we so love you out there across the world. Thank you for listening. And go and tell us, tell the world what makes your life brighter. But, Jamie, tell us what makes your life brighter. Jean must be speaking to her again because she can't hear me and I can't hear her. (laughs) I asked her what made her life brighter, but I guess we'll get that answer later. All right, everybody, much love to you. Go forth and be jolly.
1: Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out.